Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Straight up with Stassi. Hi, everyone. I'm Stassi Schroeder. She's the star of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules. I'm here to talk about pop culture, reality TV, celeb gossip, relationships. Stassi's new podcast is a hilarious look at the world and everyone in it. I want to give my opinion on everything. And she's never one to hold back on any topic. Because that's what I do best. Judge. <laughs> this is Straight Up with Stassi. Hey everyone, it's Stassi, and you're listening to Straight Up with Stassi. Uh, you know, it's another day, another week, another episode. I'm fired up to be here. But you know what? I'm actually just uh, fired up in general today. If you're a, a consistent listener of this podcast of Straight Up with Stassi, you know that I really don't ever talk about Vanderpump Rules. I don't comment on it unless it's a reference. I don't say anything negative. It's not what this podcast is about. But today, um, it's going to be a little bit different. Uh, I feel like I owe it to my fans. I hate that word, fans. Like, that's embarrassing. But I don't know what else to call it. And listeners. And basically, I have a, a lot of wonderful people who have been so supportive of me, supportive of my decisions, of my blog, of my podcast, of the way I've handled myself. And I really, if you're listening, I really appreciate you guys. So basically, it's been brought to my attention over the past week that there's been a lot said and written about me regarding my exit from Vanderpump Rules. I read that a certain person went to a tabloid or tabloids, I don't know, to tell people basically that I was fired. And not just fired, fired for having a bad attitude. Yeah. Now, when I first heard this, it didn't really bother me because obviously I I know the truth and that's all that matters. And I seriously, I, I find this all to be very silly. I knew that when I left Vanderpump Rules that this was inevitable, that there was going to be things written about me and I wasn't going to like it. But this just feels a little different. I think basically because over the past week, the story has just snowballed and grown so much and it's it's gotten bigger. And now I feel like I have to say something about it because if, if you, again, if you follow this, you know that I normally don't ever talk to tabloids. I don't ever fight back when someone says something about me, even if it's awful, I, I never say anything. To be honest, I feel like if you're, you're someone who calls the tabloids to talk about other people, you just weren't raised right. Sorry. It's tacky. It's embarrassing. Like what is wrong with your brain that like, when you have a problem with someone, it, you think, let me call this salacious blog to try and make that person look bad so that I can just feel better about myself. The whole process of it just weirds me out. It makes me feel weird. I think like going to the tabloids, that's some serial killer shit. So I never say anything, but I'm actually saddened by all of this, mainly and mostly because the decision to leave this show was one of the hardest decisions I have ever had to make. And it's been something that I've deliberated over for two entire years now. I'm serious. I was so proud of myself when I actually came to a point in my life where I felt confident enough as not just a woman, but as a person to be able to say that I'm going to walk away from a... <laughs> 
a lot of financial security. I'm going to walk away from fame. I'm going to walk away from opportunities to do other things. All because I don't want to be in a situation that doesn't make me happy. Basically, I was... I, I was. I was really proud of myself. And for someone to lie and make it seem like I was fired in any way, and on top of that, for having a bad attitude, it's gross and it's sick. And it's honestly just truly mean. I left the show in the most graceful way I possibly could. I didn't trash anyone. I don't bitch about anything. I have a podcast. I could sit here and try and make everyone just be on my side. I could trash everybody else. I could complain about everybody else, but I don't. I feel like I've tried to be as fair as I possibly can. I simply just said, this isn't my life anymore. A few months back before the reunion, my producers asked me if I'd be willing to continue. And I said, no, there was no bad blood. I can't give the producers what they want. And that's all. I loved the time I had on the show. I really did, especially the first two years. The first two years were a lot of fun, but people grow and people change. And sometimes you just kind of have to just take a different path. Sometimes you just got to say goodbye to things, even if it's really hard, even if it's easy. I don't know. You know, everybody's different, but it was, it was my time to go. I'm not friends with the cast members. The way their lives are isn't my life. And I'm not willing to go and pretend that my life is anything otherwise. And that is literally the reason that I left. Legitimately the reason I left. So for somebody to go and take that power I felt I had. And I don't mean power as in like, oh, this like this whole reality show business is a power struggle. Like you want to just look like you made the decision. No, like I felt proud of myself that I finally made a decision to walk away. And for somebody to take that pride I had in myself away from me and in turn making anyone who Googles my name think otherwise, it's really saddening. And now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, um, as I'm talking, I'm like listening to myself talk and realizing things, no matter how much somebody twists and manipulates the truth, no one can actually take away from the fact that I am proud of myself and this was a really big deal and I made this decision. I want to focus on other things. I want to focus on, I I want to surround myself with people that are actually my friends, people that I actually really care about. I want to focus on my blog, on my podcast, just on things that make me happy. And that should be such a positive thing. So I don't want anyone to feel bad about the fact that I'm not coming back to Vanderpump Rules. It's, it's a, it's just new beginnings, new beginnings all around. I think, you know what, I think that's probably like all I want to say about this because I'm not into the whole uh, tabloid war sitch that's going down. But I will finish with this. If I'm in um, the later half of my life, basically 40 years from now, when I'm mature and wiser and I'm a wife and I'm a mom... If I'm calling tabloids like TMZ to talk shit about people that are young enough to be my children or about people that like are my children's age, I give you permission to shoot me dead. Legitimately shoot me dead because you have to be super not happy with your life to do things like that. So yeah. What's up? Good thing you're happy with your life. Yeah, good thing I'm happy with my life. Um, That's all I got for you guys about the whole Vanderpump Rules situation. I'm never going to talk about it again unless, you know, 
someone comes out with another thing that I feel like is so not true and unfair that I feel like I need to comment on it. But really, I, I don't want to talk about it again. That was a huge part of my life. A lot of it was so much fun. And I'm so thankful for all of the opportunities that I have from it. Like, I, I only have great memories. But yeah, I am here today with someone very, very, very special to me because she's my oldest friend in L.A. And by oldest, I don't mean age. I mean, she was the first friend I ever made in L.A. And normally when you move to L.A., you're never friends with the first person that you became (laughs) friends with because L.A. is such a hard place to to meet good people and people that you trust and love and care about and jive with and all that shit but yeah i'm just gonna introduce her my little munchkin this is nikki davidson hello 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 she is uh an interior decorator designer designer we Um, hate the word decorator do you is that what most designers do really Mm -hmm. is like interior decorator something that like a rich like wife no, says actually, when the they're just is, uh decorating would be more just putting a couple accessories here maybe picking your paint color I think the difference is designers know a little bit more about construction and being on a job site and, and it's more about altering the structure of a home and and making structural changes and it's just two different uh, playing fields. Honestly, that will. makes a lot of sense, and I'm really sorry that I just called you an interior decorator. <laughs> no, and and it, more power to the people that want to say they're decorators. You can call yourself whatever you want to call yourself, but uh, most people prefer designer. Hey, well, <laughs> you, you honestly, I think I will say this to you: you are one of the most talented people I know, and I mean that in terms of everyone I know with all talent. <laughs> I'm not That's talking about the nice interior designing thing. I just think that that is how talented you are oh. when it comes to designing a home. I mean, your home is just incredible. Your apartment is my dream apartment. <laughs> well, I will say that's very nice and I appreciate the compliment and it's something that I love to do and something that I don't want to say comes easy to me because it's something that you obviously have to to work at and and it, there's always room for growth and improvement but when you love what you do it's it's not work. Yeah. But thank I really appreciate the compliment. Oh, you're so welcome. <laughs> and can I just add really quickly? Uh I've had a few people in my life who who know that we know each other ask me what you're like and because you are really I think your personality is skewed on the show and it's really hard for me to like address the celebrity aspect of your life because you've always just been my friend and you're just the normal Stasi that I sit around in sweatpants with but I would just say that if you were curious what she's like I my answer every time is she's just very normal <laughs> like she's just like me like, yeah she's just a normal person she's witty and she's funny and she'll speak her mind and she's honest, but like she's not a crazy person that walks into a room and blows people's heads off. It's not at all like that. And it, you just have to imagine that if your life was magnified and you were, you only saw one aspect of your life, we would all look so different. And I think the moral of the story is that just you're just a very normal person. It you you have feelings just like anyone else and. You know what? I I am normal. You know, You're very, I would I would not be friends with you if you were like a total psychopath. Like, I eat funfetti icing out sure of the, the out of the can and drink bottles of wine. Sure do. all night long in my sweatpants as I pinch my fat and exactly. watch Bachelor. And we do face masks. <laughs> and we do. Everything is just very normal. Everything is really normal. So I just wanted to add that that you're a very normal, nice person and you are you make decisions that people should be proud of I I I don't have people in my life who whom I don't respect their decisions so 
I just want to say you're doing a good job. I'm proud of you for leaving, and I'm so glad we're still friends. Thanks, homie. <laughs> you're welcome. Eight years going strong. Was it really eight years? Yeah. Oh, my God. Can I tell everybody just, like, how we met? And so I moved here on my 19th birthday alone. <laughs> so I decided, because I was, like, just YOLOing all over the place. I'm like, I want to move to LA and I'm going to go to LMU. So I signed myself up for LMU summer classes so that my dad couldn't say no to like moving me out here. And I moved here alone on my birthday with two suitcases into a dorm. Oh my God, I remember this. And I didn't know anyone. And it was my actual birthday. (laughs) And no one was in the dorm because everyone was away for the weekend. I can't believe you lived in... And they weren't even the freshman dorms. They were like second year third year dorm yeah so like older people the clinger ons are just, staying there or weirdos. weirdos i don't know just yep they were weirdos yeah. like yep like one of the roommates i ended up meeting who lived with me said don't ever sleep in my bed because you'll get ticks <laughs> oh my God. and then she said and if you're ever walking around campus and you see a rock just know that i strategically placed it there in case anyone's ever trying to rape me excuse me that happened oh my God. <laughs> that was my roommate so oh I move God. here by myself and it's my birthday and I just get in my car and we don't have like iPhones at this time. I have like right. a flip phone. So this like might have been pre Blackberry too. Pre, I didn't have a Blackberry. Uh-huh. So I couldn't like look up like where to go or anything. I just drove around until I randomly aimlessly until I found a Target <laughs> and I went into the Target and I bought a frozen pizza and the saved by the bell like disc set and I went home on my birthday, I don't even think I bought alcohol because I didn't have a fake idea out oh, here yet. Oh, God. Remember the daily challenge of trying to get booze? Yeah, oh, exactly. So and I, I sat here and I, 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 on my birthday, in this dorm where I have no <laughs> idea where I am with no friends, eating pizza and watching Saved by the Bell. And in kind of a removed part of LA. Like you're not oh, in yeah, really you're not true in LA. LA. You're in LMU. Loyola Marymount is in Marina Del Rey. So you're not, I literally am like, where the fuck am I? <laughs> like, this is not what I signed up for. Where are all the clubs? The hills. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, where's Lauren Conrad? Yeah. No. Where can I find her? You are, you're like on the border of Inglewood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Scary shit. But no, a few sh- days, it's a nice area. A few days later, I get a Facebook message. And it is from this like really pretty blonde girl who's like wearing a really cute outfit in her profile picture. And she had messaged me saying, hi, you know, you don't know me, but you met one of my guy friends up in Lake Arrowhead because my mom lives in Lake Arrowhead. You know, most people listening to this podcast know that. And I had met a guy up there who was like, oh, you're going to LMU. I'll introduce you to somebody so you can have a friend. And I'm like, yeah, 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 sure, sure. Well, this girl, he actually told Nikki about me. I knew no one. And Nikki messages me and says, I know you, know, I know you don't have any friends, but um, I would love to meet you and maybe we can hang out. I mean, the nicest, sweetest message <laughs> I mean it, Nikki. And not in like a creeper way. Not in a creeper way. <laughs> and I remember I went through all of your photos and I'm like, oh my God, this is a normal girl that I would hang out with. Like, look, she's wearing the cutest outfits. Like we would so get along. And so I wrote her back and we went and had lunch. And then- Did we really? Mm-hmm, we went to, um, what's it called? Picnic? We did? Yeah. God, my memory's terrible. We went and had lunch, and then you said, hey, well, me and my, my friend are looking Actually, for... I feel like I vaguely remember this. Yeah. Me and my friend are looking for an extra roommate, and I left my ghetto dorm room with the girl who has tics and moved in with them, and... Probably right away. Yeah, it was right away, and we are still friends. But can I just say that we moved into the most ridiculous apartment we called it the mansion because yeah. it was huge but the the layout was, was so ridiculous the entire half of the apartment it was actually probably a condo it was a condo was dedicated to the master suite i would call it yeah and then the entire second half was divided into the kitchen living room dining room and two bedrooms so you can imagine with all those rooms how small the rooms are starting to get yeah and so we, Stassi and I decided that we were going to flip and for the first six months I'd live in the master and she'd live in this, the tiniest room. And I'm talking like the size of a closet, the size of a closet. Like I, I didn't even put a bed in there. I just put a mattress in there ever. 
Yeah. And then after six months, we'd switch. And (laughs) here, it was just so funny. It was just so ridiculous, the size of this house and how off... what, What am I trying to say? Off balance it was yeah and when we switched it it made such a difference because the person that has the big room doesn't have to be social yeah (laughs) like I would sit in my bedroom because it's so big yeah and like watch an entire you had the entire 24 seasons or however many seasons it was of sex in the city yeah I still have that those DVDs in a book yeah yeah and I watched all of that in my room in the dark by myself drinking vodka. I don't know how, which you one would, of us had okay. a fake ID. Basically, I, okay, at this point, I did have a fake ID. Was I remember driving Louisiana? downtown, downtown Stop. for that shit. Oh, yeah, it was scary. Oh I got a fake ID. I would go to the local grocery store and buy like the cheapest vodka. And you would get out of class at like four. <laughs> and instead of being a normal person, you would go straight <laughs> into the kitchen, get a Gatorade bottle, the green yellow Gatorade. green yeah. Gatorade. And mix it half with vodka, mm-hmm. and you would go in your room, watch Sex in the City, mm-hmm. drink it until you passed out. But I was going through the <laughs> gnarliest breakup ever, and I went into my little den, and I lost like 20 pounds. It was great. Uh, should I? We should just all should just I, force should ourselves I do the to vodka go through Gatorade diet? No, it was, you can only lose that much weight unintentionally when you're that sad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a very rough period, but it, I ended up looking just fine after. But... <laughs> Um, no. So anyways, we switched six months later and then I had to be social cause I was in the tiny closet room. Yeah. And then that's when we started hanging out more cause I would force you to come hang out with me in the living room and we would watch marathons of intervention and paranormal activity. And then we became convinced that we had a, a ghost, ghost in, in our house. apartment called Hubert. Named Hubert. We named Hubert. Hubert after one of the drunks on intervention. God bless that show. God bless that show. <laughs> I, I mean, think it's still on. It too. is still on. I see it every now and then. Patrick <laughs> loves it. I love it. But you know what? They should combine intervention with Bachelor. Oh, okay. You guys, the reason I'm having, <laughs> let me just say, the reason I'm having Nikki on today is because hmm, yesterday was the most important mm. day of my life. Basically. Thus far this year, the most important day. Yes. The most important. The premiere of The Bachelorette, Hunger Games Bachelorette with not one, but Hunger two. Hunger Games Bachelorette. Brit Good call. And Caitlin, and it was everything, everything. I, I wanted and hoped it would be. Incredible entertainment, incredible television. And so the last 30 minutes of this podcast, we're going to, I feel like, solely talk about that. Yes, I'm, I'm ready and I'm willing to commit 30 minutes of my life to exclusively discuss the magic that happened last night. Yeah, I think I need to like warn all of my, my listeners that from here on out... I will be discussing the Bachelorette, and I hope we can do it to a level that makes it like that. Like that blog, uh, Los Angeles. Oh, we need to. We need to get to that level. I'm not that talented. We can. We can get there. Maybe once our vodka arrives from Yummy, we'll get there. Oh yeah, totally. Start. I just need to get up. Wait. Get the jokes going. Totes. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. She's never one to hold back on any topic. This is Straight Up with Stassi. Last night, we we had some good ones last night. Oh, yeah. So many good zingers. Yeah. God, I just... Okay. We don't need to talk about the batch right now. <laughs> I know we're getting ahead of ourselves, but no... I'm here to talk about you right now. Me. Our wonderful lives together. Because we went to Loyola Marymount together. Yes, we did. And and you were in a sorority. You were a sorority girl. Yes, I was. And do you remember? Oh, oh, my God. So I had always been against sororities. Mm-hmm. And do you remember yes. our, the last year we were there? You were like, Stassi, you don't even need to rush. You don't need to do anything. You, yeah, I just had to take you to a party. You just had to take me to a party. And you weren't allowed to drink at this party. You weren't. Oh, well, I don't no. think you were allowed to drink at any of them, technically. Well, I didn't know that. And so I go to this party with you, and people are coming up to me asking me if I want to decorate cookies, like asking really? me about my car, asking me about my dad's car. Ask Your me, car? Car. Why? What? Because sororities are weird. No, don't say that. Sororities are weird. Whoever asked you that is a weirdo. Okay. Well, that happened. And I was like, no, I'm not going to talk about my car. I'm not going to decorate cookies. And I want a cocktail. Let's blow this shit. But I'm pretty sure we drank before. 
together, didn't we? No. Oh. I think we left and I know we left. Yeah. Sorority thing is just not my thing. You know, I can't be told what to, to do. It. That's Freaks hard. Me out. That's hard like, for me it too. It freaked me out. Like, what do you mean I can't drink? Well, what do you mean I have to all, decorate a cookie? We were probably underage. Let's be real. <laughs> yes, we were. <laughs> <laughs> so it was probably also the United States of America telling us that we couldn't be having cocktails on the lawn of a random home in Inglewood, but <laughs> and it probably was Inglewood. Um, no, I think sororities. I, I'm my closest friends from college besides you are all from my sorority and that's there's only like four or five of them I'm not one of those people that goes around in big groups and the girls that overdo it, it that's just too much but I'm so glad I met the girls that I did and and you know all you're friends with them too Hello. I know I love all of the girls yeah. I just don't like the idea of sororities because yeah. I mean I did and I didn't because actually all of my best friends, people that I'm closest to, like Sheena Manina from mm-hmm. home, they were all, all you guys were in sororities. So I yeah. love the girls that are in sororities. Well, and I just can't do here's it. Here's the thing. I think I'm a girl's girl. Oh, girl. I am a, the girl's yes. girl of all girls' yes. girls. I learned in my sorority that not all of those girls are, and those people are dead to me, but <laughs> honestly, I cannot stand people or women that don't that just, oh, there's nothing that kills me more in the world than women that don't support other women or girls who don't help other girls or people that just like thrive off of putting other, oh my God, our yummies here. <laughs> oh my God, should be, oh, okay. All right, so our vodka has arrived. I'm gonna pause this shit real fast. <laughs> and we're back. Sorry about that interruption. <laughs> yeah, sorry But I'm glad Yummy came and interrupted because I was about to go on a gnarly power lesbian trip and I'm glad. I didn't. You didn't go in a power lesbian trip. I was trip. almost you there. Were, you I, was, were like, I was almost there. You were like 89% there. Committed. 89% committed. But yummy.com just saved, saved the day. Do people all over the country know what yummy is? Let me just start off by saying that I have lived in other cities besides LA since we met. I've lived in Santa Barbara and San Australia. Diego and Australia. And the reason that I moved back to Los Angeles is for yummy.com. That is the number one reason. You know what? I believe you. No, it's true. I believe you because it's, you cannot have a life and it's a not game changer. know yummy.com. So basically to everyone listening who doesn't know <laughs> what yummy.com is, it's basically a website where you go and order groceries. Yes. It's grocery you can delivery order anything. service. Anything. Anything. And I'm, pr- I'm almost certain it's 24 hour. Maybe it's not 24 hour. I mean, but every time I like 11. Well, every sure. time I've tried to order it, it's been open. Yes. And they deliver in 30 minutes and that's a guarantee and you yes, can 30 do, minutes it's the, the quickest thing it's quicker is, than ordering to go food like ordering yeah. takeout and the minimum is only 17 dollars. and the prices aren't that much more expensive i mean but i mean it's debatable you cannot beat the convenience of like for example we just ordered a sponge yes because god forbid i had to go to the store and buy a sponge we ordered uh, a bottle of tito's <laughs> and a sponge that we did we actually, you love, actually had to say that best, on the phone to somebody. You had to best. say, I'd, I'd like a, a, bo- a fifth of Tito's and um, well, we almost got the We almost got the one liter. So I feel a little bit better about myself that we reduced to the 750 milliliter. Yeah. But no. And also, if you ever go to yummy.com, the tuna salad sandwiches are life-changing. Oh, the life-changing. chicken salad. So right when I first moved here, like a, a back from New York... A year ago, I was in our apartment. Patrick, it took him a month oh, to these like. Are so good. Thank you. I'm really good at making cocktails. She just made the best cocktail ever: cucumber, mint, lime, and Tito's, and club soda. Yeah. Well, actually, homemade soda stream soda. Homemade soda, cray, cray. That's how we do it here in Santa Monica. Uh, oh, okay. So can we get on? I'm gonna. Exa- a lot of people actually have been Instagram commenting on. And asking me to explain my living situation, what's going on since I've left off. So basically, I'm, I'm homeless. Campaigning. I'm homeless. I'm campaigning to get you to move to the side. And I think I want to move to Santa Monica. Oh, I'm so down we, for this. So this is crazy. Let me just like backstory everybody real fast. So you guys all knew that Patrick and I decided we're going to get a place in Venice and a place in West Hollywood. Like Your last place was pretty epic though. Yes, but... 
it, it was one of those things where I'm like, God, a really nice, huge apartment that isn't what matters. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make me happy. Like I, it was just, I don't know. It was, it was really big. It was, was huge. a lot to have. It was, it was just too much. And I'm not sold on West Hollywood anymore. Mm-hmm. So basically Patrick found his little beach shack in Venice and on Friday, we so basically four four days ago, we had to be out of the apartment, and um, I put my stuff in storage today because it was in a U-Haul just sitting up in the Hollywood Hills because I didn't know where to put this U-Haul and I didn't know what I wanted That's to do so with it. That's so of you. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I moved it into storage today, and I've been in Venice for the past four days, and I'm in love. Mm-hmm. I actually I cried. I was I wa- we walked <laughs> from our apartment to get coffee in Abbott Kinney. And I cried. I was so mis- emotional by well, how much I loved it. Have you spent time there? Living in LMU, we were very close yeah, to that. Yeah, we went to Abbott Kinney, but I didn't know enough about LA to appreciate it. Yeah. And tears <laughs> fell down my face. Every morning, Patrick and I have walked to like Washington mm-hmm. Boulevard to like get breakfast and we'll go to the restaurants and the bars. And it's just the beach is literally outside of our door that it's just alarmingly exciting. Yeah. No, it's, it's such a different part of LA and the walkability and the, I just think it's, it's like a city outside of a city. It's yeah. like, it is, it feels it, like I moved states. It's kind of feels like more San Diego ish where people are normal and nice. That's exactly right. I was, I, I, it like caught me off guard the way that the people are. And I felt like, why the hell was I living in West Hollywood? I where, could never do that. Like everybody's so fake and annoying and judgmental. Not to mention and, so good looking. <laughs> well, actually Venice West, is No, not people much are better. more yeah. good looking in Venice than yeah. I, me and Patrick, when we were walking down Abikini, we were like, when did this happen? We are the ugliest pe- and less <laughs> like not well-dressed people, like the least well-dressed people on the street. Maybe they've all come to this side. I swear it's happening. It's a revolution. But everyone was so kind and everyone mm-hmm. was friendly and nice mm-hmm. and like no one gave a shit about anything. Right. It was just cool. It's beach culture. It is beach culture. And I've been driving back to West Hollywood just to like get run like errands done. And I'm like, I hate it. I don't. Yeah. I hate so is a strong word, but I just. No, it, it, it like you were saying earlier, it's time for a change. It is. I feel like I have my life's going in a different direction. I don't need to be in West Hollywood. There's no, you know, there's no real reason. And you know how they're saying the West side is the new Silicon beach. A lot's happening What's Silicon here. beach. Oh my God. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what Silicon beach? Well, you beach? know, Silicon Valley. Yeah. Where all the tech companies are. And yes. the startups. Well, a lot of the companies have moved down here and actually a lot of them are in Playa Vista, which where is where we, we used to live. Yeah. And which is really funny because that whole landscape has completely transformed. That's right. That's where all of the people doing like YouTube yes, videos. Exactly. Everyone's yes. where we used to. You're and right. Keep in mind when we lived there, it was dirt. It was dirt. Dirt. No, you're right. Nothing. No developments yes. whatsoever. And now if you drive down Jefferson, mm-hmm. the almost, I'd say it's 90% developed. Yeah. TMZ's there. It's insane. Twofab.com. I just did an interview right there. Yeah. Yeah. It's so different. But I love the West Side. I love Santa Monica. And it's nice to be around normal people. Yeah. Normal people are what's up. And I'm in love. And so now I'm I'm, I'm not doing West Hollywood anymore. I really I've made a decision. Side. And I, for people that don't live here, it, I, it's really like a six-mile difference between the two cities. But in LA, that can mean it's, an hour. It, it, it does take me an hour. Yes. And Patrick and I have no parking at the Venice Beach Shack. That's hard. So I drive around for probably like sometimes over 30 minutes looking for a parking spot. I don't have that problem up here. I'm in the Brentwood area. Well, I'm next to your friend, Christina. That's right. See, that's why I feel like I should be out here. You're out in Santa Monica, Christina Kelly's right down the street from you. And if I lived here, it's like, oh my God. Be the trifecta. No, I just need to get like Jen and Jeremy and Kingston out here. Yeah. And then I got oh, my little babies running on the beach. Yeah. And then I got my crew. Yeah. You know? But yeah, okay. So that, just to inform everyone, that's where I'm at. I'm homeless. <laughs> I'm staying. Oh, Pat, Patrick and I are sleeping on an air but mattress. you I, I, when you said that at first, I thought you were going to say you were couch surfing, but she is not. No. That would be so bad. I would rather though. be couch surf, surfing than what I'm dealing with right now, which is an air mattress that loses <laughs> air every hour. So Patrick has to fill it up in the middle of the night every hour. That's what Ambien's the most, for. And I have been taking it. <laughs> His ambient, actually. And it's the most humbling experience. That's good. Everyone needs a, 
a good old fashioned humbling experience. That's true. Especially people that have been on reality TV. Heck <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Uh, we Guess took a little what? break. <laughs> My favorite segment of the night. What's the skinny? Where not I my get, body. Not our, <laughs> not our bodies. Our bodies are not skinny. So our bodies are juicy, girl. Juicy. I was just feeling like like I went to the restroom and <laughs> I like stood up to walk away and I like put my hands on like both sides of my hips and I'm like, why? <laughs> what is, is it that? a square? <laughs> Actually, this is a great segue. My my butt is a square. We were just talking about how wonderful and amazing it would be to not have back fat. Yes. Just like Brit. 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 And yes, we were because we were about actually Stassi was about to start crying when Brit got kicked off. And we were and it was honestly just like a aha moment where you're like, you know what, Brit, you don't have back fat. Yeah. Life's not that hard. It's not that hard. Ladies and gents, we're talking about The Bachelorette. Oh, yes. And indeed. this is our time to discuss. And everybody knows here, I'm Team Caitlin. Always have been. I'm indifferent because I don't. I like someone that like has a different either. opinion, so that works. Okay. But when Brittany, I mean, Brit, not Brittany, her name's Brit. Like, who names their kid just half of a name? Um, Stasi. No, <laughs> I am technically named Nastasia. I know, I know. That doesn't count. Nastasia Bianca. Any ghetto. No, I like it. I know it's ghetto. It's not ghetto. It's like a ghetto royal name. Like if ghetto like, royal, I, I dig it's that. Like I, I dig that. am queen of Crenshaw. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I dig that. Okay. Anyway, Brit <laughs> of Crenshaw. No back fat. No back fat. Arms the size of my fuck you finger yes and yeah and a face to match and a face no but the the face is like round so it's like she doesn't look anorexic so i'm like what's going on here yeah but i mean like life can't be that bad when you have no back fat exactly like if i was in her position and i went on to the bachelorette and i was in that hunger games position where one of us would win and lose whatever and I got voted off, I'd be like, who the hell cares? I, I have still no, look this good. I have no back fat. Yeah. Well, you made care. an excellent point actually last night when we were talking about it because you said, how horrific would it be if the two bachelorettes were sitting next to each other and one of them was, was a little normal bit heavier? Size? No, normal. Better norm is normal. Normal. And basically, what if I was the same way? What if Brit was the bachelorette and then I was the other one? And then it would just feel so unfair. Yeah. Like, and all the guys were going to Brit. Yeah. And be like, oh, so you like the skinny But that girl. was so sexist to even do that in the first place. No shit. That was bad. It was, honestly, <laughs> last, like, the first episode was the the best two hours of my life. And, and also some of the most uncomfortable. And yes. I was... It, I, <sighs> and can we just really quickly talk about the fact that the drunk guy who love him, I, we needed him around. I'm really bummed that he got kicked What's off. What's his name? Jake? I don't know what his name is, but I know that uh, he was the one getting in the pool and grabbing Brits or no, I'm sorry, grabbing his name was Ryan grabbing Caitlin's ass. That was definitely ABC's call to be like, we're going to kick him off before he leads to more trouble and leads to like sexual harassment. Yeah, because they didn't want to have a sexual harassment Because you know the producers were probably like, this is great television. We need to keep him. Totes, magotes, um... Like, I wish he was staying. But uh, listen. He's our Mesa Verde. He is this season's Mesa Verde. Totally. All I know is that if I was a bachelorette, I would give the early drunk my rose. My first impression rose to the early drunk. uh, Thank you. Because I'd be like, uh, you're the fun one. You're down for the ride. You know what's up. You know what's up. Yeah. All of us have a difficult time with an open bar. I know I do. Open bars. (sighs) Especially when you're filming until four or five in the morning. God I know bless the guy like. that gets in the speedo and jumps in a pool. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm so annoyed by that security and guard. And I loved how you called it the early drunk. Like shout out first rose, first impression rose goes to the early drunk. For like all of like the following seasons of The Bachelor, I need everyone to not be so hard on the early drunk because right? every season, right? season there's one early drunk. No, I think... Well, you're, it, there's always a solid early a drunk. A solid, yeah. But there might be a there couple might be a that few. dabble. Yeah, but no, one always outshines the others. Correct. And this, and that and this would was be our my star. first impression. And this was our star. This was our star. And now he's gone. Now he's gone. I don't even know what to say. I don't. ABC. Who am I left address with? Address this. Absolutely. Address this. <laughs> 
so frustrating. I miss Mesa Verde. I don't. Do people even realize who Mesa Verde is? I mean, you have to be like That's a close. A known you have to be nickname. a close bachelor follower. Mm. Remember the girl from la- you guys from last season who? How do you even describe her? The zombies and talked about the mangoes or the pomegranates. She was just cray cray. She you was know what? I know she's going to be on Bachelor in Paradise. She best be. Oh. One hundo. That's my favorite percent. show. That is my favorite show. The best. Better oh, than Bachelor. So good. Putting all the rejects together in one. Absolutely. Okay, so well who's your who's your who's your favorite right now? Right now my favorite's the dentist because I thought it was really cute how he was like charming her and then he went for the kiss. But I also like how that one restaurant manager was honest and said I actually picked brick brick. <laughs> Brit. She might as well be a brick. <laughs> she a might brick as of well air. be a brick. But you know what? I'm going to go ahead and call it right now. I think JJ's going to get kicked off for being disingenuine because he didn't tell Caitlin up front, I liked Brit. JJ annoys me. He's so bad. JJ. He kills me. Reminds me of like someone I dated. I'm not it's even so going to name names. Because most people don't know. Oh, well, maybe. But just somebody dated. He annoys the crap out of me. Yeah. And I think he he comes off as unintentionally rude. Like everything he says is just questionable. I just, I don't dig his style. I feel bad for all the girls that are listening to our podcast right now and haven't seen The Bachelorette. I can't be friends with anyone that doesn't. (laughs) That honestly, this is you guys such mindless, excellent television. It is watching someone destroy their lives on national TV, and it could not be more entertaining. Yes, there is somebody on this season whose job says amateur sex, sex coach. coach, and then he goes on to say, "I'm experimenting with anal beads," and yes. this is on night one. Yes, night night one one. Anal, anal beads, beads. <laughs> but not sex coach for some reason abc felt compelled to put in amateur yeah that's what i'm confused about so what does that exactly mean that you're it? helping amateur couples or are you yourself are you an amateur, an amateur? So, are you, like, sex coach like uh, guide me do you this. hang out at the strip club and you needed a job like that's pretty much know. like what I'm is so an amateur sex coach i've really I, I'm Honestly, I would give him a rose just because I'd be, Agreed. I'd be curious. Agreed. You can't get rid of amateur sex coach no, on the cannot. first night. And I think that's why uh, producers kept Mesa Verde so long. Because she stayed, honestly, like half the season. Oh, yeah. We need to be entertained. Yeah. Can I just say I'm like in love with Chris Harrison? As most people are. Okay. So. Oh, am I not allowed to say that? I don't know. I'm, I'm debating. <laughs> I know some. I'm, I know some. You know some intel. I know some intel with uh, Chris Harrison. Basically, he reminds me like spitting image, not really, but kind of, but just like the way that he talks of one of my producers of my show. Mm-hmm. And I, I love this producer too. And so I'm just like, oh, Chris Harrison, you remind me of somebody I know. I love what it. Is it. What is it that, that they're in control? What's attractive about it? I don't know what it is. It's just like this whole vibe, the, their voices, mm-hmm. the way I'm like, oh, Chris Harrison is so like producing this shit. And oh my God. you know, <laughs> no. just I could just totally see him like pulling the strings. So on. that's what it is. That's the control. I don't know. I, Leading, I, circling back to our sexism theme. <laughs> this is well, not good. <laughs> this is not advancing the female cause. No, I'm just saying <laughs> there's something about Chris Harrison that reminds me of one of my producers. Which and is hot, is what you're kind of s- subtly saying. No, that's no? not what I'm saying. I'm just saying I like them. I like both of them. I feel comforted when I watch Chris Harrison. It's not like a... I want a sexual bone. thing. Yeah, it's not like a sexual thing. It's like, <laughs> uh, I love both of them. It's just like a, it's a comforting thing. You know what I mean? No, I'm very confused. And well, with that, I'd like to talk about Caitlin's lips. It would be like if Chris Harrison reminded you of your dad. That's be like, disgusting. Oh. Now I'm even more confused. It's not a sexual thing, Nikki. It's like, oh, it's comforting. Okay. This isn't going to work. <laughs> anyway, you guys, though, I heard from someone who's worked on The Bachelor that Lots of the girls like Chris Harrison. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, that was your intel. We're we're way past that. We've already moved on to the lips. 
Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Talking pop culture, reality TV, celebrity gossip, relationships, and more. This is Straight Up with Stassi. Okay. Caitlin. Are they or aren't they? Faux show. She must be a fan of Kylie. Mm-hmm. Totally. I Who, everyone- that was so embarrassing when she admitted on the Kardashian special that she'd been lying to everyone, saying, I, I used a lip liner. Like, I didn't actually even watch it. Oh, you didn't? And I'm obsessed with her, and I didn't watch it. I know you're obsessed with her, and I always, whenever I watch her, I think of you because you're the only one, because she just totally gives me the heebie-jeebies. Every single one of my friends say this exact same thing. I just don't get what you see in her, but... I'm just fascinated by the transformation. She admitted on the show, she went on to say, I was dodging the question. I didn't advvertly lie, but... Like she, so sketchy. She turns out she's been so we need to give her a break the whole time. But yes. but someone had to sign off on that, aka Chris. Chloe uh, Kardashian came out and said that Chris Jenner asked her to get a nose job when she was thirteen. I wish my parents asked me to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I could really benefit from parents like. But that. for real, Caitlyn. That's sad, actually. On the Bachelorette, you guys, lips done. For sure. I think she looks Stassi stunning. says yes. I say debatable. I really don't know because I don't remember her her lips all that I think well. everyone should go back and watch a little bit of season one. And I also have kept saying, I don't know if she's just pouting her lips and just kind of like well, cursing Well, you're right. Them. You know what? As somebody who's been on a television show, I know that once you watch yourself once on camera, then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you just start doing weird things with your faces, whatever right. you think looks good. Right. So maybe she's just pouting because she thinks that's what's going to make her look hot. Right. Which, duh, like I would do it too. Yeah. I have done it. Yeah. Um, but no, I actually, I think I would put my money on the fact that I think she got her lips done. And I believe you because you're much more of an expert in this than I am. Well, I want to get my lips done. I don't think you need it. You have such pretty lips. <sighs> I know that you can't like accept a compliment, but but I want my lips to be like just a little cuter. I think you're cute just the way you are. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Holmes. I think Caitlyn got her lips done because she knew that she was going to be on The Bachelorette with Brit, and Brit has this like perfect face, apparently, right? So I was not Team Brit at all, and when I started watching this. I'm like, every single guy who went on the show right. for Caitlyn is right. all of a sudden changing his mind because right. he's looking at Britt's face. Her first impression. They're like, I just, I, I, I go, I, I lose my words when I'm looking at you. So um, she must be in AKA, person. Stunning. Yes. Stunning. Right? I mean, if she looks that good on camera, she, I mean, she must be phenomenal in person. God, I hope I never meet her. Because I've actually met a celebrity whom we were just discussing. I'm trying to avoid naming You can names. just say it. You should say this is no, straight I can't, up with No, because it might Stassi. jeopardize my job. Oh. Um, okay. But let's just say the camera helped a lot. Okay. And in person, it just wasn't working so well. Really? Mm-hmm. Do you know what? People come up to me whenever they, I'm like, oh my, when they're like, oh my God, Stassi, I love you in the show, da, da, da. They're like, you're so much prettier in person. I think you look the same. I think you translate. And actually, I think I heard on one of your former podcasts that a lot of people say that. I think you translate. No, that's you, my best friends all say that. Yeah, you look as you do. I think that's because you guys love me, but no, apparently no, I don't look that great on camera. You. Oh, really? Yeah. People come up to me all the time. You're not as pretty on camera. You're so pretty in person. And I don't know how to feel about it. I could it. not imagine why someone would say that. I'd honestly rather look better on camera. <laughs> no, no. You'd much rather look. I always try to bank on the fact that I look better in person because I look horrible in photos. Doesn't everybody just like look, hor- look a little worse? Well, but then I tell myself if like- I was truly beautiful, I'd look good in photos. <sighs> but that's such a sick path to go down. So let's just not even go You're down right. That. That's just, you know that's what? just such a waste. We need to empower no, no, ourselves right now. That makes me right think now. of the Instagram. Imagine how hot I would be if I tried. I'm not going to do it, but just but imagine. imagine. 
Like You're if right. I exercised every day, I drank a gallon of water every day. Monitored my monitored food my intake, co- my caloric, caloric intake. intake, in addition to my alcohol intake. Mm-hmm. Things could be going a lot better. Absolutely. Am I going to make those changes? No. no. <laughs> no. Would I look excellent if I did? Yep. Yes. <laughs> but it's not going to happen. Never. Never. You know what? And that's the sick reality that we have to live with. Most people have to live with that. I saw a nutritionist. I paid her $1,000. <laughs> $1,000. But you said it worked. No. For, okay. Briefly. Momentarily. Briefly. I, I paid her $1,000 for like seven sessions. I went to the first two. <laughs> Wait, you I, need to tell this story. I followed her directions and ate everything she told me to eat and worked out exactly how she wanted me to for two weeks. And uh-huh. I lost seven pounds. Right. Then all of a sudden I was like, this sucks. Right. And I never went back. And she's been because, emailing me. Because no, cause I'm embarrassed. Because she I, said. Let me get to it. <laughs> she monitors every <laughs> single time I go there and weighs me. And I got to a point where I'm like, I, I can't go back to her and have gained back the weight that I have. Like it's a, it's, it's the, it'll be the most embarrassing, like self-esteem crushing experience of my so life. She just chose instead. She elected instead to just never go back yeah, so I, to sessions that she had already paid for. Yeah. Well, basically I have like, five sessions in in my back pocket in case I decide to get serious with it again. I just realized I'm the type of person who likes to live in denial, likes to (laughs) live in denial and also doesn't like dieting. So Mm. I'd rather actually be a little juicy. I was eating nothing. Can I talk about? Yeah, let's talk about I was eating an egg white omelet with spinach in it. Mm Mm-hmm boring it does get boring i know uh for lunch i was eating cottage cheese and like broccoli i would have some hummus and carrots and then for dinner i had a chicken breast with salsa right fuck that shit nikki yeah well we talked about your your downfall is sauces yes i love ranch dressing Mm -hmm. i love sauces i love all that shit and i'm just i'm not willing to go to a restaurant with a group of people and be the person who (laughs) who orders a kale salad with no dressing yes and watches everybody have fun like we are put on this earth to enjoy ourselves but then on the flip side I'm not saying let's order McDonald's. No, I'm just saying I'm not getting volcano burritos every day when we can put on our pants and it doesn't hurt. Of course, it feels so much better. So it's like you all, you you also feel constantly complaining about what we look like and then not making the choices that it takes to change the way we look. Mm. You know how I feel when I put on those jeans and they fit like a boss. Nope loneliness oh emptiness emptiness because empty like the the i don't get to go out and do what i want yeah but doing what i what i want which is eating bread and drinking wine has led to a not very happy nikki (laughs) Mm, i disagree i mean I'm, i'm happy my mood is great i'm just sad that i can't fit into my jeans I, it's 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 like a debatable issue. It's it's horrible, and it's also horrible that this is something that we think about. Of course, it is. This is why I wish I was a man. Well, I've been lucky enough to have boyfriends that have either said this or lied okay, to me. I think they're lying. You Not think? for you. I think for me. I think the guy that I am currently dating is like, "You're so beautiful. You're not fat." I'm like, "I I know what I look like. You don't have to like sit here and lie to me." Like I, for can we just talk about how unc. Actually, I don't want to talk about this, but you're getting a little psycho and listen, and everybody listening to this, do you think that they're really looking at you and being like, you're perfect? Like, no, no, obviously we're not perfect, but But like, I don't, okay. I don't get in glazy eyes. I I, I just, I feel like every guy likes something different. That's what I actually truly believe in. I believe that. But I have been lucky enough to date the guys that like me juicier. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, but every guy likes something different. I know a million guys that love super skinny girls. I feel like I don't know any guys like that. I do. And I know guys that like 
really really short girls and i know guys that like really tall like uh, yeah, model no, like, that's very true and i know guys that like a big ass and right. big boobs i know well, guys that like everything guys the ladder to call me the big ass right mm-hmm. it, it, this is you hear it here. <laughs> if you know anybody, words. if you know anyone likes thick, that likes a, a, a thick, thick white girl body, a thick white girl a body, thick, soft white girl body. What's your Instagram? I'll have them look no. you up. <laughs> Come to Come us. Hither. Come, Come hither. Come hither. <laughs> yeah. Thar she blows. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that we even have to think about this though. I know. It's, it's like only in 2015. Oh no, girl. When two, we were no. thinking about it a lot. I know, but meaning like it's to a point where, I mean, everybody, I look at my Instagram and girls come, uh, it's, it never ends. No, it, that sickens me. That makes girls me Girls really are constantly sad. telling me how I got fat. And then sometimes if I look skinny in a photo, they will post on my Instagram and say, and they'll like put at to their like best friend and be like, yeah. oh, she got skinny again. That's and why like, I don't understand why you subject yourself to that. That's ridiculous. Because it. It's, what, it's a, it's a, it's a, I get, I see I have both to. sides. I, I, have I definitely to. do, but to some, to some extent you have to protect yourself, but well, my job is to, to, to be blog. In, yeah. and like I, I, my job is to take photos of myself and outfits that I love. I yeah. can't, there's nothing I can do about it. So I am putting myself out there to be ripped apart. I know that's just so scary. You're so brave for doing that. Why don't we talk about just like how great I am? You are you are so amazing. I'm I'm so glad. Oh I hope God. everyone is like falling asleep at the wheel listening to this. Right? Yeah. <sighs> but I love you, Nikki. <laughs> we like got off topic like so many times. Is this like a bachelor theme? Oh, wait, can I just really quickly digress? Yeah. Okay, so someone recently told me and brought to my attention how perverted women are in their conversations with their female friends and it's almost as bad if not worse than conversations between men and their male friends i agree with that like we're kind of sickos no we're actually assholes though I don't know about that, but I, I think, think so. we talk about equally as vulgar of topics. I actually think we are more vulgar because I think it's now passe for guys to sit around and talk about things like that. You think they're smart enough to to think about things like Not, that? No, I just feel like the culture has shifted and we're like, guys talk about, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, mean, I, re- I, I would love to be a fly on, on the, the wall. wall between men, but I actually think they would be so fascinated by what we talk by about what we talk about like in private and they would also say you're sickos yeah i agree with that because i we think talk guys about would everything. be so offended yes absolutely so offended yeah do you know what patrick has always told me he has this theory because he did a relationship show for so long he says that if a guy and he might not be true this might not be right. right i'm not saying he's right i'm just telling you what he says if a guy isn't interested in sports uh-huh. then his hobby is women it's either one or the other it's one or the other because it's like when you think about it because patrick's like when i'm with my friends and again he might not be right uh-huh. and he, might, he might be just is this his own theory this is his own theory and this okay. was he always said this on his show too he's like when i go out my with my friends we there's two topics we go to a sports bar uh-huh. and all we want to talk about is sports we want to just very patrick Yes, but that's also a lot of people want to talk about. A lot of guys want to talk about sports or say or music or stuff to have about sports and titties. Well, he said that if if a guy doesn't like if a guy doesn't like sports, then women is his hobby. Okay, so you should be concerned if a guy doesn't like sports. Oh, because he could be a scandalous character. Yes, got it. Do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, I think that's a little black and white. Of course, but nothing's black and white. So Patrick isn't obviously right, right, right about everything. Right. Um, no, I don't know. I think, you know what? I think men often don't get the credit that they deserve, how complicated they are. We just think they're, I mean, sometimes they are pretty simple. Men are simple, but at the same time, maybe they're not as simple as we think they are. Maybe it's not just sports, boobs, and beer. You know what, Nikki? Or maybe it is. I'm not an I actually, I agree with you. There's no way that this other 
gender yeah. can be that simple. Yeah. But I think that though they have been put in, men have been put in these perimeters where uh-huh. they've been told that they need to be one or the other. And so social right. standards have, have made them feel like they need to talk about sports, boobs and beer. Mm-hmm. But when they actually really want to talk about other things. That's when it's hard for them. Mm-hmm. But I do think, and I agree with you, that they do want to talk about other things. Yeah. And so in that way, they are more complicated. This is literally like drunk history. Drunk <laughs> this history. This is drunk. Um, what's the study of sexes? Mm. Genderology. <laughs> we did go to college. We should know Sexology. This. No, gender studies. Gender studies, <laughs> not genderology. I knew, I knew we would know it. Communications majors. Mm-hmm. We got to know this shit. It was an English lit major. Oh, I, that, why were you always in my classes? Because I just wanted oh, to take classes I was with you guys. a minor. Okay, but I wanted to take classes with you. We, can I just say the story that Stasi and I were in this English class that was really intense. I think it was our senior year. And it was literally six people in the whole college class. And I forgot about this. You had to write essays every, and I'm talking about personal essays. And not only did they have to be good, but they had to be personal and you had to share them in front of the class each week. And then at the end of the course, for some reason, we thought it would be necessary to bring a cake. Yeah. We brought a cake. We wait. No, I went home to your apartment first and brought Patron. Yes. And we drank a bottle of Patron. Correct. And then got a cake. A German chocolate cake. A German chocolate cake. Yeah. And brought it to our classroom for our last class. Thinking that that would maybe like boost up our grade. Yes. Like we were like, oh. Because I specifically remember that class because we both had to read our essays out loud. I don't remember what yours or mine was about. I remember what both of them were about. Yours was about your parents and mine was about my parents. Really? Mm -hmm. What did we say? Well, I'm not going to say that on... <laughs> oh, all right. Don't say it. For the sake of both serious. of us, it was very serious. Yeah. It wasn't... They were intense topics. It shows that we have depth. I guess. But shout out to the four other people that were in our class. They probably thought we were total psychopaths. We also were drunk were. and brought German chocolate cake. But that was so. only to one. Okay. Questionable. Deidre and I used to go to PR class hammered all the time. God, going to... I miss college so much. I have said this. I loved every second of it. Mm. Not just like I wasn't social in college. What made you choose LMU? How did you even know about it? Um, I Because I always used to spend my... When I was growing up, I spent my summers in Los Angeles. So you were just like, I want to go to that very small school. No, I was open to every (laughs) single one. I'm like, I'll go to USC, UCLA, LMU. I don't care. I probably... We wouldn't... Ugh, I'm so glad you didn't go to USC. Sorry. I was a legacy at USC. (laughs) Ugh, you would be such a different person. Really? Yeah. But I'm not like school spirited. So I don't think any school I went to would have changed me at all. I think you would have been more clicky. Really? I'm not like that That's the vibe I get. And I have very close friends that went to USC, but but I'll still hate on them. But you know what I mean, where I go there and I just, it doesn't matter where I go. That's true. Like LMU didn't affect who you are or... No. Right. I, I go there and I like... I'm a loner and I made friends with my roommates because I love you. And that was it. <laughs> we had, that was just sheer luck. Shout out to Josh Mills. If you're listening in Montana, Seriously, for literally for putting us together two strangers. Yeah. And it worked out very well. Totes ma goats. And he's literally probably fly fishing alone in Montana and That's, he'll never hear this. Sounds like fun. But he is the one that found Stassi alone in the Blue Jay cinema. For anyone that knows... Like Arrowhead, which is probably a very, very well, small all the people, percentage most of, people. of the people that are listening have seen Vanderpump Rules where, oh, where we go to, to Lake Arrowhead. Arrowhead. Okay. So yeah, that's so where I, I was hanging out. I grew up there during the summers because my family had a house there. And so I'm, I'm like a half of 50% Lake Arrowhead native, local, if you will. And so anyways, that's how I have friends from up there. And my very good friend, Josh, saw Stassi alone at the movie theater which is, I don't know if you would, if that's something that you would do today, go, go to a movie alone. I used to do it all the time. I used to do it. I don't all think I could. I don't think I could do it now. 
Because of anonymity purposes? Yeah, because if one person saw me <laughs> and then just like made me feel weird, I would I just... I love going to movies alone. I used to do it all the time. It's I, so great. It's so much fun. I would wear sweatpants. I would get did candy, Did you go to the Marina popcorn. Del Rey one? Yes. Yes, I did too. everything. Yes. Do you like I love- we live together, but we went to movies separately yeah. alone? Because we're weirdos. <laughs> oh, man. I miss college. I, I would go back. I, if in somebody a, a was paying for my 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 university to go back, oh, yeah. I would go back in a second. That's like saying if was, someone would pay for my lifestyle again. Of course I'd sign up for that. It was just the best experience. I actually like am one of those people that likes learning. Me too. Oh, this is I why we get learning. along. I know. You're Most- undercover smart. But actually, I think you convey that on the show. Mm, I think I'm undercover smart. No, because you're witty and, and dumb people can't make many jokes. Mm, guess you're right. Well, we're going to end on that, you guys. <laughs> on that note. I'm undercover smart and don't you forget it. That's <laughs> basically where I'm at. And also, if you have no back fat, love the life you yeah. live. Love the life you live if you have no back fat. <laughs> Appreciate it because the rest of us are suffering. The rest suffering. of us struggle. The we're rest of str- us struggle. We're struggling. It's a hard, There's it's no hard out workout there. to give you it no back fat. It is hard out there for, for a blank with back fat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, do you want people to follow you on Instagram? I don't know. I would love if they would follow my work. Oh. I don't have that do- separate, so I need to figure that out. Okay. Well, I'm going to have Nikki on again so you guys can follow her work. She's like a super private person, so she I doesn't want to... private. She doesn't want to get any followers from this. <laughs> um, but you guys can follow me. Yeah. Uh, at Stassi Schroeder, Twitter and Instagram. Stylebysassi.com Check out my blog, yo. And that's it. Nikki. This has been fun. Thank you so much for having me. It's been me. so much fun. Okay. You guys, start watching The Bachelor if you haven't already. Oh, because I'm going to have to keep talking about it because I love it. It's so good. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the highlight of my week, if not my year. Absolutely. All right. Thank we you out. guys for listening. Peace. Peace. <laughs>